Blog Talk Radio. Aaron used to have me do that before the boy hit. I'm thinking of going back to KFAQ. You're about to hear a revolution in talk radio. Liberty Talk Radio. Where the critical thinking will defrag your mind of propaganda written Talk Radio, America's Libertarian Voice, broadcasting to Tulsa, Oklahoma, to around the world. I'm your host, Joe Cristiano, your antidote to Talk Radio. Folks, it's time to take back control of our government before this bureaucratic, oversized, and self-serving federal government starves us of our property, our rights, and our liberty. But to do this, we must shake conventional thinking with our political structure. We need revolutionaries in thought, dissidents in only after we recognize what our government is doing to our freedom and the Constitution will we be taking it back. And this program is just about that. Today, we're absolutely pleased and honored to have our guest, Mr. John Whitehead. He's an attorney and author who has debated and practiced in the area of constitutional law and human rights. He is the president of the Rutherford Institute and author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People. Please join us in calling with Questions and comments during our live broadcast, 646-652-4620. And press the one button if you want to make a comment. John, welcome back to Liberty Talk Radio. Hey, thanks for having me on. John, is a springboard. I, I was reading just the other day an article in the Future Freedom Foundation, or Jacob Hornberg's uh, organization, and um, you had an article in there. Is, uh, imagine a boot stamping on your face. And the, the gist of the article was that if you want to know our future, if you want to predict the future, just watch the and, and you list them all. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. And there's Fahrenheit 451, and in fact, the temperature in which books burn, you know, that book burning, uh, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, Planet of the Apes, um, and The Matrix, and it goes on and on. Uh, 1984, obviously, is the classic. Now, there was one that... Uh, I'm sure that's not an exhaustive list, but I wanted to ask you, would not a network where that phrase comes from, I'm damn mad, I'm not going to take it anymore, would that not fall in that same category? I'm just curious. Uh Oh, I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore. Yeah, you break it up a bit on the movie network? Yes, the movie network. They have a lot of grief, whatever they can't get jobs. Uh, making $20,000 a year, $1,000 a month. So we're. Imagine a living on a human face forever, standing face forever. Uh, to me, that is going to be the future. We And I, I'm going to tell people this, and this is really key. This is all I'll do is I'll write it out and study it. We have a short window, folks. 
If you took the government back, I mean, the Department of Homeland Security ordering 1.6 million hollow point bullets for their troops. You know, hollow point bullets are hit, they expand, like blow your arm. Right, I'm familiar with them. Uh, federal 800, over 150, and some of them passed out the local police. So they're expecting something going to happen. That's why you're seeing all the blood. Drives police, and it's happening around the country. I mean, if you if you uh, crash, uh, if you're you gonna get your head smashed if you say the wrong thing. And it's happening across the country. It's a problem. So-called founding fathers warned against the state. John, we're having an interview. Television watch the average American watches. Young people, 10 hours on screen devices. They're watching. They're being fed. John, we seem to be having a video problem uh, and and a, a voice problem. You're you're breaking up uh, so regularly, sir. and we don't know why we have not had this problem. In fact, we just doubled our bandwidth to make sure this would never happen. And bingo, now it's happening. Um, could we get someone on the board to fix that, please? You working on it? All right. Um, Right. You know, when 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 I'm approached with the am I, am I still on? Yeah, just not, okay. When I when I'm approached with a question like, you know, what what's your major concern? You know, is it the economy? You know, is it? Um, um, do you want to make some more noise around here? <laughs> just we're having all sorts of problems today. But uh, when I ask them, you know, what's my number one concern? Uh, I get this answer, and, and and it's met with just starey eyed and. People think I'm I'm a lunatic. Well, uh, to me, what scares me is the living dead, and they think I'm a, a zombie, you know, aficionado that I watch zombie movies, and and they go, they don't that, and I go, well, I said, uh, America today, uh, do that. Uh, you want to fix the camera? I'm off camera now. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Today. Just the ability to speak for themselves. Back during the Depression, farmers would be out in the fields and they would be on their tractors and whatever, all day to think. Radios or anything like that, all the time. So when the flickers came around, they weren't the progressive flickers. They were to think, and they were pretty tough to deal with. Today. Um, people I get to tell you sometimes when people are talking sound like sound bites from television and it serves me that we're already there John we've we're past we're we're, we're, we're past that yeah we're not when I write on these issues there's a small group of people that see 
incredible sources, by the way. I don't know if any of them. I read, I get, I mean, the major, major media, Washington Post, large newspapers, they occasionally write an article about these things. They do exist, but I would say, and I keep saying a short window of time, because, again, when you have a government like the National Security Agency, the NSA, watching everything we're doing, uh, Google, Facebook works with them. Uh, they don't you're doing, and you make this slide. People say to me, if you have nothing to hide, what are you worrying about? Yeah. Let me give you a case example. a couple of years ago. His name was Brad. You can go to our website, Rutherford.org, about it. He was a Marine, a decorated Marine. He came back to Virginia, and he, he did not like what Obama was doing with executors and things like that, so he started posting. He, he said Obama should be arrested for treason. And uh, what happened was, on a Saturday, a couple of years ago, in August, he Jog, he didn't have a shirt on. He was working home. He uh, saw some police cars move around his home, pull up in front of it. He saw these policemen running towards his home. And playing clubs. So he walks in the front of the door and he says, uh, Can I help you? He was a little concerned. We've been reading your Facebook. And he said, Okay. He said, Work it about. They said, Step out, sir. They did not have a search. He didn't own a weapon. He stepped out and quickly, took him out, slammed him in the fence, cut his back, and put him in a police car. Changed him to the police. A five-minute examination by a psychiatrist who said, because he paused when he spoke, and he's a non-conspiracy theorist, he's really insane. He had a short hearing out of the hospital. called a civil commitment. We filed a lawsuit. No one would touch this case. Called all the major organizations. They said, no, 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 don't do crazy people. Other than him, briefly, I saw this is crazy. He's just, just on free speech. Uh, we got him in the judge rule. There was no place to keep him in there. And I studied the issue. 1.5 million people appear in the middle hospital each year. Amendments. This is an amazing thing. The third person when he got him out, he called me from the middle hospital. He said, John, I'm scared. This is a six foot four Marine. I'm scared of. And he said, I have a psychiatrist here. He's all listening. He says, Medications on me. He says, Psychiatrist, that A, you have to have a card to force medications on anybody. Number two, we're going to sue. Yeah, court rule that they have qualified immunity. Everybody. And that's the nine of time. There's nobody held alive. We got the man out. He's a good citizen today. I see him a couple times a year. He comes by and talks to me. But that's the environment in America, ladies and gentlemen. You know, 1.5 million people disappear in those kind of instances. We have people sitting in jails. They are a year now before they even see a judge. In this what has happened to America? Uh, and like I said, the Pentagon has this deal they put out. They, they think it's breaking down in 2030. The Locally, uh, there is a concern that there's going to be a collapse of the martial law. Based on what I read, the high probability for what they're saying is malls and a lot of business, Amazon companies like that. We weren't prepared for this economically. So get ready because there's, uh, and I talked to 
So a lot of this is paranoia and what we're saying, but again, we don't have the firepower of the average American. People tell me I'm my gun, I'm going to fight. Well, you can get it, you're going to fight, but how are you going to have a gun, a Kelvin helmet, a bass, crashing through your door in the night? How are you going to handle that? Indicators there. What really concerns me is that every once in a while I, I get insane on mainstream uh, news. Fox News, MSNBC, NBC, any one of them stop there. Everyone's shying at me. <laughs> but, um, but they don't talk about what's going on. They don't talk about, they talk about a, a problem in an obscure country. On down the map, and I go, hey, I'm not talking about the state of Illinois is bankrupt. You know, how about about the fact that there are more people, percentage-wise, us than there were during the Depression? I mean, we're talking about real numbers here. We're not talking about manufactured or manipulated. We're talking real sticks, and yet they're horrible. Well, how do you stay when we're going to go one to probably two? Was in debt, in part years debt, every single year. I was running for president in it was, and we were a trillion dollars debt. This is unsustainable. We may have four trillion dollars in debt. Well, we had four trillion dollars additional debt in the past years. It seems like all these and Talks nothing about it. It counts at all, and I don't understand why anyone would watch this because there is no news. They give you the true news. There will be panics in the street. These unions are very, very, very powerful. I've done some national shows about these issues, and one I won't mention this thing is that please don't talk to anybody about it. But he's a national TV show, and he will be on his radio program. I can't talk about these issues today. Something else because of the issue about this one issue, don't worry about it. But people are very frightened. Uh, they're very, you know, nervous in the mainstream like that. They want to make their money. And how many people, when I say there are 80,000 things growing across this country every year, Shoot dogs, shoot kids, shot whatever. For a warrant service, for a police officer, on the door to see if you were the person under the Fourth Amendment. And I am like, well, I don't know what mainstream media people who are supposed to report. How many people know that the Department of Homeland Security has been trying to set up their home? Most people have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. It depending on your arrest record, we all know. All kinds of policeman shows up at your door now. He's got threat assessment on his cell phone. So we have a case in Texas where the police was looking for somebody that wasn't even there. They dragged the husband out of the lines. It was a mistake, but they were all hyped up. You're going to see where they're sitting all over the country. Claiming cops for all this. I mean, I have friends who work in police. 
They say the I'm a former military. I was trained to look at that other person across the field there as the enemy. I had to take him down. A lot of policemen are trained to look that way today. And when they smash you down the street, on the street, are seeing the cases where they're just arguing with a cop. You have a right to argue with. How does the Constitution start? Is it we the government? We the people? They work for us. They've reversed the master-servant relationship now. And most people, like you said, they just go along with it. And listen, my book, Battlefield America, I studied, did an in-depth study of Nazi Germany. Folks, we're repeating it. Uh, We're listening and we're agreeing and we're going, we want to keep safe. We want to make America great again. We want to do all these things. But listen, we're willing to throw our liberties and freedoms overboard, and in the end, we're going to throw our fellow citizens overboard, and eventually they come to knock on our door. And I, I believe this to be true. Most Americans, they won't get it till the knock comes on the door. And that's happening more and more, by the way. And I, we've done papers on our website, Rutherford.org. Knock and talk is a big thing today. Please knock on your door just to check. If you're going to do a free speech protest, they go on social media and study you. They're going to knock on your door to talk to you. The FBI has trained them to do that. By the FBI has been doing that for years, and people are afraid to show up to a free speech protest. Yeah, that's the landscape. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I just, I just find every this absolutely amazing that that the mainstream, all, all the regular television programs, maybe except for RTV America. I mean, they have some news you can discern. You know, obviously, many of those that used to be on mainstream television are now on RT, you know, Russian television, you know, the, yeah. uh, uh, anyway, and, and I'll watch some of the programs on that. At least I get a flavor for what is going on. What's interesting if you watch RT and then you watch mainstream television, I mean, it's, the contrast is absolutely amazing. Um, people, I know people who actually say, but, but Joe, you're wrong. Uh, uh, Trump is going to make America great again. I mean, they just, they're repeating it. I say, oh, my God, we, we have robots over here. You know, people have been brainwashed to think that this guy who's in office is going to turn everything around. And, and thus far, I think I'm more frightened today than I was the day he was elected. Well, James Madison, who drafted our Bill of Rights, said we ought to mistrust all those in power. I tell people that's the first duty of citizenship. Do that. Teach it. But here's another thing that I'm seeing is, like, in our schools today, the kids, are not, they don't spend any time on civics anymore. I have people, you know, uh, young people I talk to, law students. I talked to a lawyer's group, believe it or not, a couple of years ago. In the middle of my speech, I was talking about the cases we do. I said, can any lawyer in this room, <laughs> this is 200 lawyers, Berkeley, Harvard, schools like that. I said, hey, can any lawyer in this room give me the five freedoms of the First Amendment? And they started, my wife was at the back room. She said they were debating some of them going, what is in the First Amendment? One guy started to raise his hand. I started to, to, to call him and he put it down real quick. And I looked at him and I said, gentlemen, it's time to get educated. Educate your kids. And the kids in the schools are not getting that information anymore. So if you don't know your rights, you don't know that you have a right to say no to the government, what do you do? You say yes, put your head down, watch your screen device, and here's the thing. You get on there and you decide to say no once or twice or I disagree with it. Bingo, that's alerted to the government and your threat assessment goes up. 
and they're watching you even closer. Yeah. That's those are the facts, folks. Yeah. John, you think Trump is was a a a better option than others? Do uh, you think there's any redeeming value in in him being president in in re- restoring any of our freedoms? Do you see any of that at all? Well, we're going to give him a chance. Uh, I sued the White House. <laughs> and got a million-dollar judgment against Bill Clinton, and I got to see the Clinton White House. And stories the Secret Service told me about Hillary were not very favorable. Very, very dictatorial-type lady. Uh, I, if, you, you know, if you're forced to vote, I'm sorry. Trump would be a better choice, in my opinion. But um, I could, to be honest with you, I could not vote for either one of them, just looking at their record and seeing where they were headed. I mean, you can do all kinds of platitudes, but... Uh, the key thing for a president is to stress freedom, building up the American people, educating them, getting them to where they want to sustain themselves. Uh, I don't think any president is going to make America great again, great again. I think what's going to make America great again is Americans. Right. And it's going to start at the grassroots level. It's going to take Americans in their local community when they see a SWAT team raid on somebody in the middle of the night and they kill somebody. They should be storming that city council meeting and ask for oversight because there's virtually no oversight on any of these things we're seeing mm-hmm. happening. And it's up to the people. But listen, uh, if, again, you want to compare us to former regimes, the, the Roman Empire collapsed. Uh, my opinion is that this country can collapse. And they're saying by 2076, a lot of scientists now, that we're not even – uh, the birth rate's so low that we're not even repopulating the planet. Uh, economics and all these things, that, that there's something coming in the future. Young people today, I try to alert them, what you're going to see in the future is something I would not even dream of, mm-hmm. something that the Orwell saw, Aldous Huxley, people like that saw coming. Martin Luther King saw it coming. He talked about it. But the FBI collected 17,000 pages of information on him and tried to destroy his life. And... Uh, he was calling for militant, nonviolent resistance and shutting the government down by the end of his life. He saw. He said they don't listen to us anymore. Well, let me ask you, your listeners out here a question: Are they listening to us now? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. He asked this: but How many people are actually speaking up? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, I, I was uh, listening to a program. In fact, I have Sirius Radio now. My wife got that for me for for Christmas, and and. Um, Took me a few months to get installed. I finally got installed, and I and I know this is going to sound strange, but I I listened to Howard Stern's interviews, some of his interviews, and yeah. um, you know he's a sharp. I mean he's, he's off the page, obviously, you know, but he asked very honest questions, and he had a a band, uh, not a a, a a singer on. I I I caught the very end of the interview. Never got the person's name, but apparently he was on top of the charts and whatever. A very famous person, apparently. I don't follow music. I wouldn't know him if, if they told me what his name was. And, um, and he asked a very simple question. He said, so many bands such as yours and, uh, have, have come and gone. Many have failed before they, they really made it. What made you make it and all these other guys fail? And I thought it was a very, very insightful question. 
And the guy answered immediately. He said, oh, that's easy. He said, we had no plan B. And it threw Howard Stern. He said, no plan B. What do you mean by that? He said, we had no option but to make it. I was sleeping before this guy became a world-renowned, you know, uh, singer, whatever, band player. Um, he said, I was sleeping on a friend's couch. I couldn't even pay rent. I had nothing. I had no plan B. And he said, if you look back at all the bands that were better than us, that didn't make it, they all had a plan B. And today, our government is the plan B. If you don't have a job, don't worry. We have plan B. We can put you on food stamps. We can uh, give you rent subsidies. In other words, there's always a plan B. When, when my father came here from the old country, penniless, absolutely penniless, didn't speak the language, had nothing, he worked. He worked, and he got beat up in a, he used to complain, he, he used to get beat up in a, piano, a Polish piano factory, you know, because <laughs> he was the hardest working guy there. But he had no plan B, and my father eventually had his own company with 200 people working for him and still didn't speak the language. And I think I got the same thing from him. I, I got fired, not fired, I just got fired. They closed down the, 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 the company I was with, and I, I passed by a... Um, um, the the um, unemployment, which I was entitled to, also no unemployment. And I looked at the front door of the people standing there, and I said, I can't do that. I didn't make that my plan B. And I actually went to work, started my own company, and today I have the largest occupational health testing company in the state of Oklahoma. Now, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just saying that I, the worst thing you can do is have a plan B, and right now our government is our plan B, and the entire planet seems, I mean, every, most people I know are relying on some sort of government subsidy. Exactly, and again, the government's in super debt, and that plan B, in my opinion, is, and again, I'm stressing this, the Pentagon's put off the train, but it's going to collapse. Yeah. Uh, by 2030, they're predicting. And there's a book. A lot of things coming out now, you know, pointing in that direction. And here's the thing. If you have children, grandchildren, or whatever, you better be concerned because what's coming down the pike, I mean, I, I think we're going to see chaos in the country, and the average American is not going to be able to resist what they're going to see. So it's coming, and uh, they're not preparing the students today. They're not preparing the young people. So who's going to have to do it? Uh, we're going to have to do it. And I think that what I'm telling people is your local community is the best way. The federal government does not listen to you. I'm sorry, folks. The federal government is run by the corporate elite. It's so much money up there. I have friends that work for the large publications who tell me. I had one call me. He, he worked for the, one of the biggest magazines in the country. He went to work for a senator. He was up there one week. He called me and says, John, it's worse than I thought. He said the congressman up here take at least two afternoons off a week to raise money. He said that's their primary concern for the next election. He said they're not representing us, John. He said he was trying to get me to write a book saying the corporations are evil. I said I'm working on one right now, man. But he was saying this you have to get out there and tell people. But we should already know that there's two, uh, almost 30 lobbyists for Congress. It's the the. I had a friend who was a congressman. We were walking down the street once, and he said, if people say good morning to you here in Washington, D.C., John, it's, it's because of money. And he looked me in the eye, and you know, we had lunch, and he walked off. But 
that's your government. They're not they're not there to represent you folks. I'm sorry. They're there to get wealthy. They go on to big careers after they get elected, and that's the facts. I mean, how many – listen, let me ask a question your listeners. How many of the congressmen come back and really hold town hall meetings anymore and talk to you? That's right. They, they, never, do. they never do. Not here, they don't. They're not accountable to the people. No. They're not accountable to you, the employer, and they don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know you're the employer. They want you to be a subject in their empire, and most people take it and walk on. But what I'm saying is there's going to be some rebels who are going to disagree, and there are going to be some people who say stupid things on Facebook. Remember, Amazon built the intelligence cloud for all the intelligence agencies two years ago. They got paid $600 billion. All the private things, the, the movies you watch, whatever you're being watched, you, you, you set up a pattern of conduct, you get an algorithm on the computer, they know exactly how you think, you're being watched. You make the wrong mistake, they're coming to get you. Right. That is a fact. We've, we have the cases, folks. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting when uh, Obama was in office, the Republicans submitted a proposal to do away with Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act eliminated altogether and returned it to the free enterprise system. Then when Trump came into office, they had a repeal but replace, and now they're still arguing what kind of replace it's going to be. Some even suspect it may be worse than Obamacare, you know. And and yet, you know, the living dead, the, the, the population, the living dead can't say, hey, wait a minute, guys, how about what happened to the repeal? It's never mentioned on television. No one who's – people who vote for the mainstream uh, candidates never mention that. You know, it's like it never existed, and yet it's going to get even worse, and you hear nothing about it. Yeah, you don't hear much about it. People, you have to think for yourself, but most people don't want to think for themselves. I'm sorry. The average American watches 151 hours of television a month, and if you're doing that, you're not acting. I mean, government is participation – and most people don't even show up to a local city council meeting. So they're not part of it. And, and who's running the city council meeting often? It's people with a lot of money in the community. And we've become subjects in an empire. That's yes. the basic bottom line. Yeah. Well, John, our, our 30 minutes went up, is up. Uh, it, it flew by. Must, we must have had a great time. <laughs> it went by so quickly. I'd like to thank you so much for being on our show. Um, I, I do hope you, you will accept our invitation to turn on a later date. And let me give you the next 30 seconds to a minute just to wrap things up, please. Well, uh, my book, Battlefield America, go to our website, get educated. We put out a Freedom Watch twice a week. Detailing articles that I'm seeing out there, get educated, folks. Education precedes action. If you're not educated, you can't act, and you don't have to be violent to do it. I mean, there are people who have been nonviolent who have changed the world. You folks, but you got to do it. It's your country, not theirs. John, thank you for being on our show. I look forward to you again. Right, thank you, folks. This is the end of today's. We'd like to thank our sponsors for the financial support, and we'd like. Thank you for listening in. You can support liberty by recommending program friends and let us hear your comments at libertyradio.com. Remember to say you're either allowing it to be taken away or trying to protect them. There is no middle ground until the time. This is Joe Cristiano. You're listening to Liberty Talk Radio.